The following show contains spoilers for episode 10 of Survivor 43. folks let's get back into another episode of survivor here so we get back from tribal and oh my goodness there is drama hello again (laughs) hello again not gonna comment on the on the post you know post trial drama i see how it is i'm hello again and this is survivor rng show so true yeah that's correct (laughs) uh we're here to talk about survivor and the things that happened on the show and the people on the show that we own, fictionally. We do own people, but we not do in that own way. them. Yeah. <laughs> in some sense of the word. Yeah. We own their essence. Their essence. Their uh, Yeah, their souls. <laughs> Wait, did we just say the same word at the same time? That is like total like jinx my my bro. Yeah. Uh no one likes Sammy anymore. That's what I Everyone that's what I Sammy's only outs. That is that is the state of the episode. Sammy is no longer a cool bro and Sammy's on the outs. Sammy's a flip flip flopper and there's no flips left to flop. Yeah. And if you can't fl- All flop, the flips you have flop been flopped. But we'll see if that holds up next episode. Or maybe this means that they just bring Sammy to the end because no one's going to I mean, for him. let's be honest here, folks. The the Survivor edit just kind of, like, chooses whoever they like that episode, and they, they give them a little show. Yeah, typically they like the person who wins the season. I mean, yeah, but they tried <laughs> yeah. to get away from that in recent seasons, and they've been a bit skittish. Um, Maybe, but maybe that in itself is a tell. I mean, that's the metagame of this show. Like, that's, that's the show I try to play, right? Like I'm like okay, who's who's the person who seems like a winner but maybe not a winner? And then you know maybe ooh maybe the Gabler's winning this season. Gabler is uh, winning this season. Ooh. I mean what we Michael Gabler it, is winning the season of Survivor. We think Gabler could win if he's sitting next to anybody who's not the top three right now. Basically, I mean the top yeah. the top two are like Cody and especially Jesse, now that I Noel don't really I guess it's gone. Carla below them, but like. This feels like such a volatile season to me. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Think, we can, like, go anywhere. Yeah, 100%. I do feel 100%. like there's just less possibility now that, like, Noel is out. Like, I feel like we've kind of locked in our, our fate. Yeah. Because Noel, Noel is, real, is like, really the, the wild card. like, the key to getting anywhere, right? Because, like, yeah. Noel could have gotten rid of Carla and then worked up against Cody and Jesse, but they kind of already saw that coming, so they just got rid of Noel. And now that Noel's gone, nobody really well, wants to work with Sammy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is Cody and Jesse. They own this season, and that is where my money is right now. I've already lost my bet for an all-woman final three, yep. which you know, I was really hoping for, but no, no, no. We're getting, like, Cody, Jesse, and Cassidy, question mark? That's what you think You're the final insane. three is? I don't see any world where Jesse even makes final three right now, outside of so? idol plays. Yeah, I think this episode is him playing too hard. I mean, like would you hundred percent for Cody. That's interesting. Um, I think Cody has less attention on him, but he's sure. so closely tied to Jesse that. Oh, so here's here's how I see. It. I think Jesse's in a much much worse spot than Cody between the two. I don't think either of them are in a very good spot. But if they get rid of either one, then the other ones. So you think Carla's taking the season better. all the way? I think to the Carla end. <laughs> is the most likely. I think Carla is the best bet 
to win. Yeah, and I know. I think and I'm a little, little because... upset. Spaghetti that you got her on your team. <laughs> That's your fault. You, yeah. I know it's my fault. Okay, draft better. Like literally, like, just draft better. Since episode one, since literally, actually, no, episode zero of this podcast, I was like, hmm, Carla, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We also. I guess the way I think about it is now that we have like this post fire making world where one person chooses who they bring and sends two other people to, you know, fight. Like there's no universe where we get Jesse, Cody, and Carla all together in the final three. Unless Cody like taken that way. Unless unless Cody Cody takes takes the high ground and yeah, just wants to bring Jesse with him. And then Carla wins. But I, I, I think yeah. we're also at the point in like Survivor where taking the high ground doesn't win. People acknowledge that gameplay is gameplay, and so you can't just take like, oh, this is my honorable opponent. Yes. Yeah, I think in yeah. I think with this season, if Cody were to take Jesse, it would be seen more as Jesse's move to convince Cody to bring him somehow. Right, like that's how yeah. Jesse would shake it. Like, look, look also... how strong this like relationship is. There's also always the thing to consider that when you put somebody on fire making, they are also you're also giving them an opportunity to add another thing to their resume. Yeah. Like it's a small thing in the grand scheme of things, especially when people, like you said, care more about the game as a whole and how you played it as opposed to any one specific like strength. Mm-hmm. But Amen, it, brother. It adds to the it adds to your resume yeah, because th- it shows that you are capable of doing more than just you know like lying and manipulating. You can also like get yourself through. I do wonder though thing. if like there's going to come a day where the fire making challenges it's just a thing you have to do. Like, is this really what Survivor is about? Like, making fire is one thing, but Survivor is really a game about like relationships and you know alliances and what you forge through the game does this one act of greatness really matter uh you know i think it will always at least make somewhat of a difference to somebody and maybe that's like the one vote you need that's the thing i don't think it makes a big difference but i think it is a notable thing to consider yeah i don't think we could say anybody has won or lost the game or, you know, other than the person who goes home, like, at, I at the fire-making challenge. I would argue that, uh, you know, Edge of Extinction may have been right, right, right. fire-making challenge. But that's because uh, the person lost. I'm not saying, like, the person who was in the fire-making challenge uh, or, like, was brought changed where the votes were necessarily going of the people who were going to be in the final three. Anyways, um not you know obviously if someone loses the fire making challenge then it, it changes if they get any votes at the final tribal it, right obviously um but yeah we're I mean, kind of getting ahead of ourselves yeah, I think about her <laughs> so, someone to somebody we're getting into like major metagame right here but i think we yeah. should probably talk about the episode where we, we have, have an episode of an course ahead of us i don't know <laughs> i think the last thing on my mind here is like i definitely ex- I, maybe i guess how i see it is like we end up with two of the top three and we have like a really cool final tribal or <laughs> we have one of the top three and we just kind of like and it's really boring and we just hey, like frederick frederick Fe- yeah. what's up you're going you're going down <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of the the interesting turnout from this episode right i mean if we just go um straight through like our well i guess the first challenge is a whole thing huh <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah they, so, sh- they showed Noelle failing a lot, and that was making this me was, slightly upset. Well, this was Noelle's challenge. It was yeah. Noelle's challenge. It was. It like, was a crazy challenge because, so like, this, this is the thing with Noelle, right? Like, she's a stable, and like that—that that is a fact of her reality. That there's something she's going to be worse at than you know full able-bodied persons. And like, I've right. noticed it a lot throughout the season, like. Her blade leg hasn't reacted well with, like, nets and stuff because it just goes straight through the, the squares and the nets. Yeah, yeah. But this time, it was, like, a balance beam. And blades are typically, like, pretty bouncy legs. And so, balance beam was not her forte on this challenge. Yeah, it was not. It was definitely not made for <laughs> the precision needed for this kind of challenge. And, like, even just thinking about it, I was like, I have no idea how she would do this. Because, like, it's just, like, maybe she can, you know, get on, um, go on all fours, right? And then, like, sort of crawl across. um, And only, like, you know, keeping the the blade sort of off to the side or in the air or something. And this kind of something like that. But then, like, even that seems really hard. Survivor challenges aren't really made for the blade, if we're being honest. Like... A lot of survivor challenges, there's very few that require explosive speed. A lot of them require, you know, balance or endurance. There's not a yeah. lot that require pure speed. And that kind of makes me wonder, why did Noel like, bring the blade to these challenges? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the only other thing I can think of is, like, if, I don't know, if she has to, like, swim or something, then maybe it's lighter. But I think in any time that she's had to swim, she just takes it off. And runs it like that right. because that also you know makes the most sense. Um, yeah, I guess and like this I sort is of get the too, where it's like I don't necessarily know the mechanics of like is she allowed to swap after she sees the challenge or does she just lock in at the camp and like that's what I she feel, brings. I feel, like my my personal imp- impression is that she's gonna lock in before she goes to the challenge, which is really unfortunate. But at the same time, like if you look at survivor challenges of past, very few have been. You know, close to speed challenges. Yeah. Yeah, there's very few just like straight running sections. Like there are sometimes, but for the most part, it's the ones very, I can think of are like rare. Yeah, it's like one small part of a much longer thing. It's never like like the only like real running challenges are the ones on like day one. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest intro. with you, the only one I can remember off the top of my head is like the Blair Witch challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sure. Well, no, no, no. There's also the um, the ones from, like, the start of the past yeah, two seasons, I think. I think when they have to where, run into the woods. Yeah, they have to run into the forest, oh, untie yeah, a thing, I, and then run all the way saying, back. Yeah. That's, like, those are, like, the main ones. I think we're all generally ingrained that, like, explosive speed isn't a part of Survivor. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, this challenge has spinning. <laughs> they did spin. I thought that was and fun. And it was kind of funny I I don't think we've seen this like contraption. specific is there yeah, just contraption. like a playground like feature. <laughs> yeah, they just hang on it and like swing around, like sw- swing themselves around. And I'm like that looks fun. This is like a thing that kids would love to play on. Um but it's kind of cool because they use it to, you know, spin the spin the ball in. And I think that's, you know, fun as opposed to normally which is like 
you have like a bat and you have to just do it a certain amount of times yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't and remember. It's like, okay, spin 20 times and then go. Yeah. Now it's like you have a goal that you're trying to like reach, which incentivizes you to, you know, go really fast. Yeah. And there's also like a, a bunch of, because it's like a, such a weird new contraption. Everyone kind of had their own way to do it. Like some people were just like, using it like a swing and sort uh-huh. of like throwing their body back and forth to make it go around. And that now, seemed like, to be really effective. The weird thing is like, this is a thing that we have at the, like I live across the street from a playground and the playground across the street has this exact, like really? Oh. Yes. You should go oh, before sick. you go on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no string attached to it, but like there is literally <laughs> like a, a spinny machine that does this. Oh. That's so sick. I wish I had that. <laughs> But yeah, so they get dizzy, go across the net, and then go across the balance beam. Like we said, Noah was, you know, struggling with this. And as many people have mentioned, watching it with, uh, without the knowledge that Noah wins, it was like, it felt really hey, bad well, let's to be watch. Clear here. Our, our good friend Flying Ludicolo mentioned this, that they, they, they they were like, whoa, what the hell are you doing? You're showing Noel failing over and over and over again. Yeah, it felt really, like, just yeah, disrespectful. I mean, I think, yeah, watching it, it, but... it turns into one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, like, the attention is no longer on, like, who of anybody else is winning the challenge, right? Sometimes we have like sequences like that where like the winner of the challenge is like no longer important to the the story they're trying to tell um however in this situation and and that is the unfortunate reality of survivor right like sometimes people win the challenges and we're like wow that affects absolutely nothing (laughs) yeah but yeah but they, uh, I mean, noelle was kind of in the middle space where she was on the bottom but she had been surviving you know the past few challenges she wasn't really in the hot seat for a little while uh yeah i mean i th- i guess the big story right is that noelle like challenge or struggles and struggles and struggles and then walks up to the final post and like very and quickly nails it makes the throw mm-hmm. which yeah. is really impressive yeah I mean, to a degree, that is how, like, the Survivor Challenge is designed, right? They're, they're made so that somebody can fall behind early on, and if they're really lucky at the last leg, they can take it all back, and Noelle delivered on that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking, Random. looking at the setup, especially, you know, like, it wasn't a puzzle, it, or they could have had it where it's like, okay, you need to hit five sandbags on small platforms or something, but no, it's very specifically, like, one shot and you win. So, yeah, very deliberately built so, like, anybody could walk up and just win the challenge. And, you know, narratively, it, it really paid off here. Yeah. It, it It's a crazy challenge. Like, it's just the most, like, you couldn't fall further behind. You could not have no, looked like, worse. No, Noel was, for all intents and purposes, out of the challenge. Yeah. And then to finally, like, get the hang of the balancing and like find her own way to do it execute on it and then just nail the end i was like that's actually sick like that's actually hype as hell yeah and it really see. ends up kind of defining like her story that we're, we're being told this season which kind of just comes down to like facing adversity in the challenges and then overcoming it uh, and I, because after, I, like, I mean, to skip ahead, like Noel gets voted out this episode, but I feel like that's kind of how it was going to happen because 
this is Survivor, and everybody knows that any like bit of symphony sympathy, sorry, is going to be used against you. And I mean, there's no better story than the person, the amputee, who comes in and like, despite all odds, rises to the challenge and makes it through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, like what. I guess at least how it feels we're shown is like Noel just ends up being kind of complacent in the vote, which in a way it's like, it's not like she just kind of laid down and like whatever happened. Like she came up no. with a really solid plan. Uh, she was really just like outmaneuvered. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it was necessarily outmaneuvered. It was just a matter of like, this is the tide of the game and you know, maybe in a different situation she could have made her move, but the game was going this way and like no matter how much she tried, she wasn't gonna push the the course of the tide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Pretty mean, I, you know, there could have been different configurations that made sense, or appealing to certain people could have been better. Um, but you know, really, I think it all part of it comes down as well to Sammy just being willing to kind of like go wherever, um, and then partially just. You know, like Jesse and Cody, Jesse especially, as we're shown in this episode, just really having full awareness of the game and where each person is and like utilizing that to, you know, pull off their move. Yeah. Who was Noelle's intended targets? Was it Carla and Cassie? Uh, it was Cassie and Carla. Yeah, they, yeah. they that's split the, there. That's the other thing. That's like the one other thing that she could have changed is like maybe... If she doesn't target Carla and Cassidy, yeah, like she, she can picked, work like, with Carla Sammy and Cassidy to or get... Gabler, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, just specifically not those two, because she could have worked with those two. I mean, that's kind of, like, the pain that's been going through this entire season. It's kind of been, like, woman after woman after woman. Like, the women have been willing to sacrifice each other for their own longevity in this game, and maybe that's not the best, like, strategy for them in any given moment not looking like it <laughs> the gender like ratio right now is so lopsided it's what two day two two to nine no no not that many there's two only eight. there was eight people this episode so there's eight people so it's two two to six it's two to five next episode i can't count okay <laughs> that was a lot of numbers to throw out. that's numbers crazy. my guy yeah uh <laughs> certainly certainly and especially um you know in a way like Carla and Cassidy are are at least should I guess kind of be the targets that everybody goes for because they can kind of yeah. push the vote that way. Uh, Noel has get been like a scrappy the underdog the entire game, but like I mean the way the edit has been presented to us, Carla has been in control the entire game. Yeah, well, and it's and, and it's interesting too because it's not necessarily like uh, you know they are targets just because they are women no um, no absolutely especially i think they're all with, very strong players especially with like, these two both coming from what what was this blue tribe called from coco right so like they're kind of aligned they both like have an underlying threat level um but you know they <laughs> ultimately are still both women and uh really you know for jesse and cody there, well, it's interesting because Jesse 
is almost trying to like keep enemies close with, I mean, with Carla. I think that's the thing that surprised me the most this game so far is that Jesse and Cody have yet to turn on each other. I think we're going to see that in like the next week or two. Really? I don't think they have any reason to turn on each other. You don't think yeah. so? I don't think. I think. I think well, I think there's going to come a point where, you know, it's me or him and I've got to get rid of him. I think there that situation could exist when it comes to the the very end of the game, whether that's the final five or the final four. But I also think Jesse is the only one who would initiate it. I think each of them, well, maybe, I don't know that for sure. But I think each of them, because they're playing different games, are confident that they can beat the other. Yeah. Uh, and I almost think it's a little more balanced, right? This is the same sort of buildup as, like, Steven and JT. Um, the only difference is, like, Cody is slightly less universally loved. <laughs> and Jesse is a little more um, involved sociably. So it's just, like, kind of balanced each side a bit. But uh, at least from what we're being portrayed and what we can kind of, like, pull out of it, is Jesse is much more kind of like on the front lines, but also making decisions and like navigating the complicated social relationships. Um, but Cody's also making really important uh, like decisions with Jesse. And a lot of the times, like what Cody wants is what happens. Uh, yeah. Also, we see in the like the post reward segment, he's very like really easily able to just like chat up, you know, Carla, Cassidy, and kind of mobilize them in a way yeah so, so that's the thing we end like, up in a final two you know whoever the third person is it almost doesn't matter but like these two guys next to each other in the final tribal council i don't think it's really a slam dunk either way um so for the two of them it could be in their best interests to just stay with each other especially because like the meta of the game is like get rid of the big threats so if they stick together and they keep their idols um it'll get them really far and really they just need to keep picking off who the next well, I biggest mean, person Je is. Jesse has the idols right now, right? Uh he well, he told who he told someone that he He told gave. Noel that but their I conversation went well. I feel like well. that was a total lie. I feel like he saw it a could good have opportunity been, yeah. for him to, you know, cover his bases, but I don't I really guess, think that he gave it back. Yeah, I guess at the very least at the beginning of the episode Jesse says he still has both. We haven't seen him ever give it back to Cody. So as far as we know, yeah, Jesse has two idols right now. But Cody, yeah, so Cody also said, doesn't know that Jesse has it. two. No, he as far as Cody knows just thinks that Jesse has his. Uh, obviously we it might have been passed back now, but yes. But yeah, so like within the duo, Cody's definitely the heart of it, I guess is how I would describe it. Uh -huh. Where like Jesse does have lots of connections and is managing relationships well but cody is the connection maker i feel like where if they yeah. need to establish some kind of relationship or you know get in good with somebody cody's like the man for that because he's done it with gabler he's done it with what uh, I'm saying, Mr. Everyone, Frederick, basically. is that you can trade Cody for a woman, oh and that woman is Cassidy. No shot. <laughs> so here's the here's the other thing with like voting each other out. I I agree with Tune here because I think if they vote each other out too early, then they just become like the target. everyone can Very just dogpile on the other person, basically. Right? Because they make so, this whole. So it's like a mutual meat shield situation. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Because if 
Cody tries to make a big move by getting Jesse out, or Jesse tries to make a big move by getting Cody out, everyone else who's involved in that vote knows that they are going to be the one to initiate it, and therefore it ups their threat level even further than if they had just yeah, left the yeah. other person. It, yeah, their threat level goes up, they have a like huge move under the belt, and they are much less safe in the game. However, Jesse does have two idols, and if he doesn't give it back, then he can ride final six, final five, and then just, you know, win fire making or win the final four challenge, right? But he can just kind of skate to the end at this point. Yes. So if he yeah. wanted to get rid of Cody, he could. Um, But, you know, that's him kind of resigning to the fact that he will be making fire <laughs> and hopefully he'll he'll win it but he'd also have to like betray cody by not giving him back the idol um which you know who knows how that works out in the jury whether cody would respect that move or be really upset and talk bad about jesse <laughs> back at ponderosa uh, i don't think he would talk bad but i don't think he's he's a like bitter enough person or a petty enough person to do that but basically, I mean, <laughs> I guess I see, you know, Jesse as like a higher, I'm thinking of like Pokemon moves. Uh, Jesse has like a higher damage, but lower accuracy. And Cody is like more accuracy, but a little bit less damage. If Jesse is like in the final tribal, he wins. But it's more likely for Jesse, I think, to get taken out and not yeah to not and make it to final i think tribal. cody at like at this point in the game is like much more likely to make it to the final tribal and once he's there like he still wins i definitely feel like jesse like shows himself at to the other uh castaways as the more active threat where yeah i think cody has this veneer of just being like yeah the, the chill guy just like a sure. dude out. yeah just the yeah. guy being a guy however but i don't i don't i still think carla could i don't believe them. that like cody is just you know chilling out he he's playing the game but oh yeah for sure he has his facade that is allowing him to be the chill dude and then you know if he yeah, ends that's up what in I mean. that final tribal council that's when he gets the opportunity to say like all these moves like they've been my decisions like i think he'll be able to really eloquently lay out like everything he's specifically done while upholding you know i that, mean i think you're bringing up like a good point that though. shield is of... cody going to be able to like convince the jury that he's been a mastermind yeah i think uh, so even though they've interpreted him so. as being the island hawaii boy i mean this whole thing is, is sales so i think he is definitely more than capable of pitching himself to the jury because he also has legitimate things that he can talk about yeah, I mean, also, it's like, the biggest thing, as long as he can recognize that explaining how he established relationships with so many people, and that's why he and Jesse were in such a good position, is because they had all of these options on who to work with, and that was because of things he set up. Again, like Gabler, when he and Gabler were alone, he set that up. When he was not on the like reward he talked to the people that were off of it right it's like just like him working those relationships if he can explain that well enough that's huge especially like, i think that's enough like right now um carla is like very well connected and everyone goes to carla but she hasn't actually like done anything 
she hasn't you know pre-merge is pre-merge mm-hmm. that's but that's like a whole different world from from here um what really matters is like can she wow the jury in these, I... these last bits of the, ep- the season and i think you know if she gets rid of like jesse and cody or at least one of them that's something like that's almost all she needs but until then i think jesse or cody could still beat her yeah i would agree with that like as is right now if you know, hypothetically, everyone went to went to Final Tribal, <laughs> and they just had you know somehow had enough votes. Then yeah, I think Cody and Jesse have a better shot. I think that they are both way more likely to not get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well, I, I definitely agree. Because like, I can't see a world where Carla doesn't win. Honestly, outside of like you know, outside of like Cody and Jesse just playing the perfect rest of the game. I think Carla's in by far the best position because she is not playing hard, right? So Fred, who For do sure. you think your final three is going to be at this point? My, f- I think the final three is Carla, Gabler, and Cassidy either or it, uh, thinking Cassidy or one of the, Cody or Jesse. Yeah, one of the boys. I think it's. It's some combination of that. I think it's one of Cody and Jesse and then one of Cassidy and Gabler and Carla. Um Do you think no matter what, Carla's making it? Well, I if think you so. Think she's well, win. well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think she's gonna <laughs> win. But like, because here's the thing, here's the thing. Carla has never been on the block? No, not on the block. She's never been outside of yeah, she always knows what what's knowledge going to of the vote. Like no matter what. Like that, what? Like it's, it, it's hard to explain exactly. But like that is the fact that she has always been in the know, no matter what, and the fact that everybody wants to work with her mm-hmm. is huge at this point in the game. Because again, compared to a Jesse or a Cody, and especially Jesse after this episode, people like people very specifically said that after this vote they need to have their eyes on jesse and that is a significantly worse position and makes carla's much better because if people like gabler and sammy and cassidy and owen (laughs) all want to get rid of jesse now then who are they gonna go to they're gonna go to carla and each other Mm mm-hmm Right, nobody's going to have their eyes on Carla at this point. Yeah, there, there's a big difference too between, or, yeah, between people like telling Carla like, "Here, this is the vote," and like she's like, "Okay, I'm voting the correct way because I was told it." It, you know, we're really seeing Carla is like always knowing what's happening and like is the one making the decision to vote a certain way, um, and just overall has like a lot of agency in in each vote and i think yeah it's like the the way she doesn't win if she like just doesn't do anything with all of that and she just keeps voting correctly but not really standing out in any way yeah that is definitely true and that's why i say like but i don't think that's the kind of game she'll play right if we go to final tribal right now like literally right now then yeah for sure but i don't also have a very hard time believing that she won't do something notable and it's also just like even like the fact that she doesn't play her idol this episode is such a huge 
move or moves not the right word but like it's such a huge indicator of how good she is in any position Mm -hmm. right because when she's in such a good position and you know that this vote could be it and you have an idol i play that right i don't risk it but she's so confident and in and, and like just she just knew all the angles, it, I guess. Right? So she's yeah, like, she knew just exactly where knew. everybody's votes were going. And so she didn't. And that shows like an insane amount of confidence in the most tense vote that you could that she will probably have this entire season. And that's I mean, like a, I'm glad she's not playing advantage because that means points for me, baby. <laughs> or well, one, mean, less, one, less points for you, I guess. <laughs> sure. At least for now. For now. We still have plenty of, of time for her to just play it. Uh, Carla but, must die. Carla must die. Carla man, must die. they hate I mean, to see. They hate I mean, to see like I winning. said, Carla was the top of my like draft pick. Like before I was in the moment, mm-hmm. you all saw my rough draft, and Carla was at the top. And so I recognize Carla as a good player. But as a selfish, you know, person trying to win this season, I hope she goes home. Right, of course. As somebody who drafted Jesse first. <laughs> in the original draft and now doesn't have him i hope he also doesn't succeed but you know alas yeah i almost and in a way it feels like we can't lose with the the narrative of the season because either like that's what's also Carla crazy turns like or you know turns against cody and jesse and that's going to be a big event or Cody and Jesse turn against Carla, which will be a big event. Or if they're all in the mm-hmm. final three, then that's like a crazy <laughs> tribal council. That's one of the like most insane final threes you could have. So, like narratively, you know, we are in such a, a good spot where, you know, we have some people who realistically like, you know, probably just can't win the game anymore. But that's okay because we still have a bunch of like viable options that will result in kind of like an exciting end of the season yeah and even if somebody can't win like there are no non-players right there's nobody here yeah. that's just being dragged along there's nobody here that like isn't interesting to watch everyone's gonna be in, like interesting personality playing in their own interests always yeah and i think that that is very cool to see that like in spite of like the fact that we have so many viable winners and the fact that everyone that isn't in that group is also still very fun to watch and still very much relevant to the game is, like, really cool. So what you're saying is Cassie's going to win the season. I hope so, dude. Honestly, that would be high. It's, I'd be okay that. With is that. why you're going to trade me Cassidy for Cody. No shot. <laughs> No, but if Cassidy, oh, dude, that's the other thing. I'm so tilted. I'm so tilted that Toon didn't Cassidy. draft Cassidy. Like, oh, you're tilted that Toon didn't draft yes, Cassidy. Yes, because I'm losing because of it. <laughs> like, he, if if I mean, I would have traded you Cassidy better at last the game. week, and you would have had four points. Wait, Think about that. You would have had say. eleven points, and I <laughs> would have only I don't had care. twelve points. I don't know. I I would have never traded you Cassidy. I don't care. <laughs> the point is, I don't want you to have Cassidy because Toon could have, have had Cassidy. Cassidy. Because Cassidy's a great player and you'll trade me Cody for Cassidy. Oh my god, you're so annoying. You're making this even worse. 
like it like just because I sh- by, oh, by me having a person still in the game then i'm earning points that you have you sammy were... you have sammy right no but you're so you're <laughs> entirely like, you missing don't the point have Cassidy you're and in- wholly missing team, the point i'm earning points even though i'm still down really low if and you're earning less Toon points drafted yeah cassidy instead of janine you would have lost janine because you would have drafted her Yep. Toon would be getting points. But this week I lost I I <laughs> yeah, this week I lost Noel, so Yeah, but you still have Cassidy. Okay, what's your point? <laughs> I'm losing now. No, you should be losing more. You should be losing harder. <laughs> That's my point. If and see the thing is it's it is my fault. It is it is entirely my fault. Yep. I should have told Toon to draft Cassidy because Cassidy was the better choice and it was so very saying, obvious. Frederick, I even said so me. You in hate the region. I got I got it. You hate me. No, I hate Toon. <laughs> I don't know where you get. I how are you missing the point? How did you? How have you missed like the entire point? You I want me Toon. to do worse, but you hate Tune. Yes, I hate him for letting you do better. That's the point. I like. I'm literally. I don't know what happened. If I lose this season, despite being the absolute goat, I'm gonna be so because mad. of something like, that I did. <laughs> because hey, of something that you did. Hey, because, like, hey, I, I want to actually win this season for once. You know, I've Cassidy, only won the board game season, and that doesn't count. Because I knew that Cassidy was better. Because I'm the goat. Because I had this season on lock. Uh-huh. The worst part is, rip. I was hoping that Toon took Cassidy too at that moment. You just t- <laughs> then he took both you. you told me to do it. I probably would have. It's oh, both your fault, dude. Why don't you just draft better? <laughs> I was trying to get fancy i'll go back to basic uh, next season i'm sure if i lose this season i'm actually gonna be so upset because i i literally i could not have had a harder read on the entire season off rip <laughs> yeah well we'll uh, see how the unit totals shake out at the very least yeah i just i hope that jesse gives Cody his idol back at some point. And Not a fucking chance, let me tell you, man. This is Jesse's double idol play, and Jesse is going to protect himself to the very end. Let me tell you, my man. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Jesse wasn't born yet. Jesse's not no fool. Jesse is going to, like, protect number one, and number one is Jesse. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Looking at the teams, I still think my team is better. By a I tiny mean, bit. Maybe, but that's just because you have Carla and Cody. Well, I have a bunch of good mid-tier friends. Yeah, well, I think, yeah, it's interesting because, yeah. in a way, like, I can see, like, Owen kind of going out at any point, and then, yeah, ca- like, mean, Carla or all, Cody all in the final All of us have already three, lost a player. But Soaring could have, you know, two or three of his people in the final tribal council. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, so Fred might be more be mid-maxed, is, right? but Soaring like, might just have that higher average. At this at this point, I think it's 100% certain that both me and Fred will have at least one person in the final three. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think it's very hard for either of our teams to go to the end as a team. <laughs> like I it's it's so hard for me to imagine a like Carla Cassidy or Carla Cody Owen or a Jesse Cassidy Gabler. Yeah, so like, if it's a two one, no it's way. much more likely for Soaring to have two, Fred to have one. Yeah, 
Or maybe I, I maybe like Sammy eyes. makes it in there too. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe we all. I don't, I don't think Sammy's entirely dead in the water quite yet, but like he's kind of just. Been well, so the here's the thing. Card. I think Sammy's dead in the water. Yeah, I think uh, Sammy has enough of like a negative um, association, or what does it call it? I guess just like people think of him poorly. He's got bad vibes, my bro. That he's, yeah, he's easy to be a, a target to advance farther right because if if yeah. no one can trust him then they can just like vote him off as opposed to someone like owen who ultimately there's not really any reason to get rid of owen as long as you're confident you can like outmaneuver around him i think that's kind of like you know the thought behind i think it was jesse it might have been sammy i don't remember 100 percent who you know was saying like you got to be careful with noelle because you know you get rid of her plus one and she's got another plus one yeah, she comes back stronger. But so, because, yeah, Sammy doesn't win, but I think he's still a pretty strong contender for Final Four, at least, because yeah. people like Carla, who he he has shown several times, like, very directly wants to work with, like, not even just in a, oh, we need you for, like, a number, or I need, I'm going to work with you because I need to get further. Like, he went out of his way multiple times to give information to her and have her dictate what happened through him, right? That even though he's, like, a flip-flopper, I think somebody like Carla will make use of him. Yeah. When necessary. Yeah, and ultimately, well, how, how did Sammy vote tonight? Do you remember? He voted for Noel. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I think what's interesting with Sammy is you'd have to check it again. Sammy is someone who is, or at least the way we're being portrayed, it's like he's more likely to just go where the numbers are than necessarily he's like grabbing up all the people at the bottom and betraying his alliance and then swapping back over and you know grabbing the people on the bottom to make a move over and over again. He's just kind of like, okay, well, here are where the numbers are, and I'm going to, like, tell the people who I can to, you know, get the numbers to where I want them to be. Maybe I just said the same thing twice. But uh, I think if he does get locked in with somebody with a very convincing argument. Oh, Sammy did vote for Carla. Sorry. Okay. Oh, we did? Then, yeah, then no one should trust Sammy anymore. Because I, yeah, I would think sure. his, his long-term success is, yeah, tied to Carla and then just her keeping him as a number to the end of the game. But, yeah, if he's just all over the place, then he, he is, he is almost, he's just entirely screwed. <laughs> yeah, because I guess, I guess it makes sense given that, like, at the, reward, uh, at the reward feast, he, like, established or at least claimed to establish that he was not going to flip anymore and that he wanted to work with the people that were there with uh, Noel, Owen and Jesse. Yeah. That was like, he was going to work with them. And yeah, now, that, now that's all gone. Cause Jesse has yeah. proved that he doesn't care about working with Sammy and now Carlo won't want to work with Sammy anymore. Yeah. And Noel is now gone. gone. So like <laughs> he basically just has Owen and I don't know how much they can, can do through that. Yeah. I mean, I um, guess what, you know, might happen is, Sammy just hopes to be part of the vote where Gabler like wants to run the revolution against Jesse, but Carla actually I mean, makes I'm the just moves gonna say it, guys. He do be Gabler. Gabler, oh, and he does be also guest starring Sammy vote 
like Cody and Jesse. Yeah. Because what? I mean, I guess they could both play their idols, but with what five versus two, they can do a three-two vote, right? And either get one of them out, or if they tie, I still think they get to make the move, unless they uh both play idols. And in that case, they just choose whoever they want to go home. But if that's kind of the way the season's going anyways, then at least you flush two idols out of it. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, no, don't, no, because don't it would count be... my boy Jesse out quite Oh, yet. yeah, no, they would decide. If everyone split the votes on the two of them and they both voted for the same person, yeah. But in that case, you know, are they voting for... Well, I guess if they use that argument, then they can pull in whoever they want and just definitely... I don't know. There's lots of ways to yeah. go. I think there's ways where we get like a really interesting next couple episodes or we like keep slow burning our way to the end of the season. Um, but I think no matter what, it'll it'll be good. Well, I think just given the setup of this episode and the fact that like multiple people were like, all right, this is the vote, but we really need to keep our eye on Jesse mm-hmm. makes me think that like that's a next episode thing. And that will I think next episode will be the like determiner for how it'll be like the turning point it'll either be cody and jesse just establishing that they will dominate the rest of the season because like for instance if no idols get flushed next episode then they're just good to go yeah maybe we see like Um, jesse's strategy used against him somehow and that's kind of what the whole point of his (laughs) his montage was was him falling victim not playing his own idol maybe maybe it's a yeah it's a callback how insane would that go how hard would that go <laughs> from an editing perspective callback that is the if, essence of yeah, bueno television jesse lays out the the plan and then somebody else executes it back on him that'd be good yeah next episode they just do yeah they do the exact same thing oh it would be so good no also I shout wanna, out to i want to get rid of those folks named owen or cody or carla that's, wow that's, that's crazy yeah, no, I can't believe that. I, wow, what a hot take. I also want to give a shout out to the the editing this episode. Because uh, that was really fun. Jesse giving this whole spiel, like the you know Survivor 101, the Blindside 101, and them actually doing like a checklist numbering every at every step was really fun. It was very much a a burn notice style uh edit and i don't think either of you have seen it but <laughs> that is very reminiscent of it because it's basically like a uh you mean ex- the, like here's how we play survivor you know step one have a backup plan what well yeah sort of because it was basically this this ex like spy guy and so you know I he was like, watched burn notice like, so i know nothing about it so i'm just playing along with frederick here and hoping yeah, yeah, that yeah. you know i understand what he's saying so that i connect him on like an empathetic level right right, right. i appreciate that but yeah it's basically just like this ex-spy and he sort of does these you know when he's has to like deal with the situation he's like all right you know it, it was like he was fighting somebody and he was sort of giving a rundown of like how to you know uh, how to do it right and then when he was like the guy like pulls out a knife and then it pauses in a very similar way and he's like and if they pull a knife 
you run and then he leaves and it's very similar to like that editing where he's giving a rundown of like a situation it pauses he sort of narrates it and then it plays out yeah yeah and what i kind of appreciate coming away from it is i'm not like oh well now we know that jesse's definitely winning the game because he got a special moment right i feel like uh the show has almost been like conditioning us in a way to like not take too much stock in these like kind of special unique moments yeah uh, so 100%. it just feels like it, you know it's just really naturally in the episode they're just telling you know how the boot came about in a like a unique fun way and i'm not coming out of it being like well now i've just been spoiled on the rest of the season it was, it was, it was fun yeah it was, it was unexpected and i wouldn't want it every single week obviously but i thought it was a good addition I think it's a good addition, especially because of the fact that the vote was so straightforward. I think if it was played straight and just like no, yeah, if mean, they tried to like drum up, the vote uh, was really just you know, uh, it, it was really just Noelle versus Cassidy, and there was no evidence of Cassidy going home. Well, it was or, uh, Noelle versus Carlos, Carla. Sorry. I I got my I got my cut named messed up. Okay, right, right, right. Give me a break here. Um. At the end yeah. of the day, there was no there was no chance of Noelle's opponent going home, and she was targeting both Cassidy and Carla. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think with such a straightforward vote, if it was just played straight, I think it would have been very boring, or they would have drummed up some like fake tension that would feel really artificial. Whereas I think doubling down on its simplicity as a vote by creating this like fun moment out of it is like how it should be done right if it's a simple vote don't try to make us think that it's not but (laughs) make it interesting make it entertaining by doing something not necessarily with the editing like this but just like show the vote being established in an interesting way i also really like it it's like Again, it, it felt so scripted because of how funny it was, right? When they're like, they they sort of go back and forth. I think it was Cody and Jesse, and they're like, all right, but what about, you know, what if this happens? And then there's sort of a brief pause, and he's like, well, there's always Gabler. And then they cut to <laughs> Gabler, and it's like, have a backup plan. And I'm like, it's, it's so good. Like, it's just textbook, like, sitcom stuff where you're like, all right, we have this plan, but like, what if something goes wrong? And you sort of look at each other, and they're like, uh, "Do we really have to go to Gabler?" All right, I guess. And they begrudgingly go get help for the person that they don't want. Right? It's just like it's so good. It's just such a great, like, perfect execution on this bit. That's good stuff. I liked calling out Gabler like literally a second before they said Gabler on the show. <laughs> yeah, you did do that. Also, we had like a whole immunity challenge in Cast uh, Oh yeah, they held the Nicole? held the plank, stacked the cards. Took a long time. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, Cassidy's strat at the end was really smart because, like, instead of trying to get as much height as possible by doing no, the same, just like, play it safe a little bit and get that last explosive hit at the end when you need it. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely yeah, like it's have, just very very you know like smart. seen that played out. I'm curious going back through like these kinds of challenges how often the winner does that sort of like, you know, just patient stack at the end. 
uh, versus just you know kind of building it up tall. But it, you well, know, yeah, it's, just, it's like it's I think so. She, I feel like low Cassie risk. probably paid it like a little too safe at the end. But I well, mean, she won at the end of the day. So what can I complain? Yeah, I mean, especially one. I think it was like once Carla lost her entire stack. Like it was really just her against the no, tower, like, not agency, against yeah. anybody else. It was just you know slowly making sure you're all safe. And like, let's not let's not discount. This was a very difficult. Challenge. Oh I don't yeah, think we've seen this one before. Like. This is like combining three different survivor challenges. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just the fact that it was edited the way that it was with everyone just failing over and over and over and over again. I was like, yeah, this one. Genuinely, I think if tough. I was on the show, this, you know, doing this challenge, I would have just broken down in despair. <laughs> like, I can't freaking do this. Yeah, after losing so many times in a row, it's probably a little disheartening. <sighs> I wouldn't give up. I'm built different. Oh, you're built different, are you, Fred? Well, why are you yeah. losing this season of Survivor Fantasy? Uh, I'm literally not. not. Yet. Let's hey, talk. Hey, hey, hey. I'm hoping to t- overtake about... you, so I'm doing wishful thinking here, and I'm going to win. Uh, oh, right. You're coping. I get it. <laughs> Let's talk about our points. Uh, we can start by getting me out of the way. Sammy got a vote in safe, so I come up to three <laughs> points. This episode. Awesome. Congrats. I'm so proud of you. you I'm, I love you, Tune, but uh, you're not going to win this season. Uh, who knows? Maybe it's a... Maybe like I, I my, literally don't my, think you can mathematically. Uh, James Ryan Jean all come back into the game. They've actually oh. been running Edge of Extinction the whole time. Yeah. Oh so, man, what you know, a twist! They come back in, get a bunch of points from that. Uh, or Sammy, I guess, just wins every challenge and finds and plays every advantage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could do it. Uh, regardless. Uh, Fred kind of I well, it's kind of interesting, right? Because in this episode, Soaring is the one who gets the reward and the immunity challenge wins, which bounces out with uh Fred from last episode. However, last episode Soaring only got one point less than Fred. Uh, however, this time it's a complete scam. Soaring gets dude. more than twice of the the points Fred gets. Uh. So it really just not enough though. I'm still in second place. Yeah, it really just scales totally different. So Fred, you know, also only gets a vote in safe outside of his his normal episode points, up to seven. Soaring gets those eight points for both challenge wins. Also, still had all four people. Um, so really goes all the way up to sixteen points this episode, which is a huge jump up. And the gap between uh, these two players is much smaller now. Yeah, it's on uh, the eight points. Yeah, it's it's actually going to come down to the finale, and I hate that. Which you know it, it <laughs> normally does, but we'll we'll see how how it works out specifically. It might just come down to whoever has more players in the finale. And honestly, if that's how it works, uh, I feel like that is that's the a good season that's, of yeah, that's the rule set working as intended. <laughs> uh, yeah. So right now, soaring is at one hundred and seventy eight points, which puts Fred up at a hundred and 86 so i guess what's interesting is if we start with the redraft right so episode 7 through here to episode 10 uh so far fred's team has earned 41 points while soaring's team has earned 51 so soaring is definitely climbing up uh this past episode really um you know making a big difference here too 
thing. I have the top two unit total players right now. Yeah, but you know that can always always change. I mean, one of them is limited, so they're not going to be number one most <laughs> much longer. And I think Gabler is, you know, uh, Gabler and Cody have actually earned the same amount of points post <laughs> post merge. Um, yeah, I, I guess kind of the important thing of note is that even though Soren got all these points, he did lose a player this episode. Um, but also Toon and Fred, you've already both lost players, so I'm just I'm just even the playing field. Right. So you just have less explosive hey, potential, and uh, Fred is still in the lead of points. You still have you know to make up that difference. But if you get another episode like this, then you know that's all it'll take for you to win. jump up in the lead. I don't know. Also, like, I think Cody is is a big challenge beast to contend with. Yeah, I think once he really starts to try and turns it on, uh, <laughs> yeah, once Cody starts trying, that'll make a difference. It'll, it'll be a totally different. Game. I mean, right now, you know, Cody's never really needed it. He's like competed and he's gone there to the end, but it, you know, it hasn't been that like if I don't win this challenge, I'm out of the game type feeling for him. He yeah. has been pushed to the edge. Um, of extinction. Of yeah, well, kind of. Uh, but yeah, we also have like Jesse with these two idols. Uh, you know, he, we know for sure he's keeping one. We don't know what the fate of Cody's idol is going to be, but that's definitely just, contested whether like Fred uh, or Soaring really will get those hope, points. I really hope he gives it back. I I would be so upset if he just never does. Yeah, but it'll also be really impressive with uh, Jesse's game if, you know, he does like what I was saying earlier and he like gets rid of Cody and then plays an idol at six, plays an idol at five, and then just has to like either win fire making or win the final four challenge, which you know, he could do either. Uh, it's just putting a lot on that kind of last vote, but if his threat level's so high anyways, maybe like his game would be coming down to that no matter what. So if he has those two idols, he might as well use them. Or maybe he just gives it back to Cody, and they make it through, and they both play an idol at the final five, and like that's all they needed to do. I really, I really hope he played too hard. Yeah, or they get smug, and no one votes for them, and they just stay in control, and they like no nobody plays their idol because they just <laughs> are winning. Who knows? But the fantasy is. Uh, at a very tight margin, and we are looking at things being pretty even. Uh, it's really going to come down to uh, the performance of these players here. How many challenges they're winning? Are they using advantages? Are they playing their advantages successfully? How many tribal councils do they make it to in the finale? Uh, it's very exciting. And I guess if I'm looking at this right, we only have uh, three episodes left. So it'll it'll be it'll be fun it'll be exciting yeah but i i, th I think that's about all that's we can the we can talk about this week i mean we've really looked to the future a lot which is kind of my favorite thing right you know we can talk about talk back about what we've already seen but there's only so much we can say about what's happened but we can talk forever about uh you know possibilities and potentials of the future and I think we've exhausted all the information we have now to, uh, you know, base control. So we'll just have to wait another week, watch another episode. I hear they have boat mail. <laughs> boat mail! Also, we have a return of the last gasp challenge. Oh, yeah. Normally, normally we don't watch the, the previews, and we still Who's didn't. Who's going to make but the I, best I, I, 
I received some insider information about that. That's an exciting one. You think you can win the challenge? Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. You're stuck in water under a grate and you have to breathe through your hand snorkel. There's like no shot you win this challenge, by the way. My hand snorkel is incredible. I'll have you know. Okay, well, first of all, let's establish. I think IRL, we just both lose to tune because talking (laughs) to him about this challenge after after the episode i was like man i like i i don't know man i feel like you know once the water's like in your nose and stuff and you have to like breathe through the strive like i don't know i just feel like i would panic and tune's like why (laughs) you would panic for what because you're drowning who cares you know you're gonna be fine just drown forehead and I was like, what? <laughs> you are a psychopath. Yeah, just simply lay down your life to win immunity. I mean, basically, that's pretty much exactly what you said. You're like, it's fine. Like, there's people there. They Survive would never let you drown. So just drown. Well, just, they'd let you drown. Just let yourself drown. You die. Right. So, like, in that brief just moment, drown, you know, and win the challenge. And I was like, that's a crazy thing to say. But uh, in terms of winning the fantasy side of it the, the real it's just cody <laughs> the real side of it it's just cody yeah, every i don't time. think anybody i don't see anyone cody. else winning both this with challenge. Like his comfortability like in the water plus uh you know he'll have plus like the determination to actually do it compared to everybody else unless like we start the episode and it's like okay everybody we're going to vote out like sammy and he knows it right and like he has to win the challenge or he's going home. And then like that gives him the determination the he needs to, to win it. But for the most part, I think it's like Cody's to lose. Yeah. So that's points. Yeah. Calling it now. That's points. Yeah. That means prizes. Points means prizes. This is true. Win- play stupid games, win stupid prizes. It's what we're here for, baby. Baby. Yeah, it's funny. It once me makes me want to implement the... <laughs> the gambling rule where you can bet on on Cody winning to double your points or they just all go away. <laughs> but maybe another Yeah, season. I would I love that. <laughs> uh yeah. So, guess that's it for us this week. If you want to check out any of our other episodes, those are all over at rngshow.com. Take you to our anchor page and there's a whole bunch of stuff there. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, rngshow.com? That's the one. That's my favorite website. <laughs> How'd you know? That's my homepage. <laughs> uh thanks to zoe for editing is it really no thanks to zoe for editing this episode. <laughs> uh thanks to flying for working on the spreadsheet thanks to subtact for these four theme songs step up i really need to change the order of these if you want to go look at the spreadsheet <laughs> doesn't make any sense if you're gonna look at the spreadsheet uh it's com. remember what i said earlier but you do a slash 43 at the end uh then you get a breakdown of all the points how we drafted uh, you can see a graph of like how close soaring is getting to Fred and how flat my I'm gonna my win, okay? Are. Um, if you go win. all the way to unit totals, uh, those are updated for this week. And currently, Noelle is at the top. However, uh, she won't be staying there for too much longer <laughs> now that she has no ability to earn points anymore. Um, yeah, so it's a good spreadsheet. I really like this one. Uh, you can all see our predictions. I think most of them are not going to come true. Uh, there goes TB. Well, didn't win. Yeah, that's good stuff.
my, my uh, final three L women prediction is officially dead. Yeah, I guess I can say that I don't win the fantasy either. It's probably yeah, also true. Also, we're probably God, not going to trade. But then that means that Fred doesn't have the winner anymore, which means that Jesse yeah. wins, which, which is your prediction. With... <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know if this is a no yet because it might be a yes given the the second if part. Oh, that's true. Because I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, well, I think that'd be counterproductive then. Maybe. Yeah, no, it it wouldn't make s- well. All right, that's the end of the episode. I'm no, out of here. No, it's, no, no, no. <laughs> Thanks that's true everybody for listening. If, you know, if please leave a, a review if, on Apple Podcast or Spotify. That's a if you know, we great don't place trade, to give feedback. Then soaring probably Goodbye, has everybody. the winner. But if I trade with Tune, then I will give Tune the winner based on this logic, which means that soaring will not have it. But I also won't have it. But if I didn't trade, then Soaring would get more points. Oh, by yeah. So having I guess in a way, it's actually better yeah, for you it to give better me for the us. winner. So Soaring no longer has the winner. Right. Huh. Logic. Well, would you trade me Sammy for Owen? <laughs> just for the sake of this. <laughs> yes. Oh, are you about to spite me? Oh, man. Um, I. <laughs> maybe. We'd have to see if uh, we'll talk if soaring, soaring, if you don't want me to do it, then you'd have to give me Cassidy or Gabler. We'll talk about it next week. See y'all then. Wow, you're big doggy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>